Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Welcome to the table. This is kind is of this good, what? This is kind of what sitting at our table looks like and sounds like. Just smart aleck comments. <laughs> yeah. Movie <laughs> lines and smart aleck comments. Yeah. All right, so we should, are we gonna get this thing started? Well, so I just said welcome to the table. Isn't that well I think you need to be a little bit more you know than that. Do I have to say it in the mic? Oh, into the camera. Yeah. Welcome to the table. <laughs> welcome to the table. Okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah. I I did um I thought it would be Give good to talk um about the prophetic words that we've had about this because I think that helped us like really settle on what we wanted to do. Yeah. Go now. <laughs> Recite the prophetic right. words. <laughs> Hold on, I have it. I've been memorized. The Lord would say, no. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So obviously, um, what, what is the what is the table all about? What is this? You know, as though we're you know, and bottom line in all this, um, we just don't think there's enough podcasts out there in the world. <laughs> there's not enough people sitting at mics talking about stuff that nobody cares about. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, no, it, so it's probably been now a couple of years, uh, since this, uh, transpired and, um, and, and so it wasn't really something on our radar per se, uh, but I remember, uh, we had a, a guest speaker in, um, and I, I won't tell you it was just for mystery, but, um, <laughs> but, um, as this guest speaker began to kind of speak some things, she felt like the Lord just even kind of speaking these words over us and and different things about the church and different things about leadership. One of the things that she mentioned very clearly, she said, "You're you're going to have a podcast," and it wasn't something that necessarily we were just you know sitting at home dreaming up. You know what we what we need to do with our life is have a podcast. But um, one of the things that she said very specifically about it was, you know, I remember this distinctly, which she said, you know, you're you're going to have fun with this. And so really this the whole table concept is 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 really built around the idea of of, you know, the table is a place where uh, for us it's, you know, um, some of our our probably best memories raising our kids and and being a family is just being around the table and laughing and and sometimes talking about serious things and sometimes disagreeing and sometimes, you know, um, just being there. But I think the table is an intimate place of conversation and fellowship and, and communion. And there's so many dynamics to it. And so, uh, even in, in the visual part of this, where we're sitting across the table from each other, you know, I think, um, there's, there's different positions in the table where we, at times sit on the same side. Sometimes we sit across. And, and so it's really meant to be a place where, um, for us, what, what can we bring of value to, um, you know, just people who would be interested in maybe just talking about ministry, um, talking about ministry plus marriage. Um, we're going to spend some time talking about women in ministry. Um, and I'm assuming you're for it. I, I am pro. Yes, <laughs> she's pro, folks, yes. um, and I am too as well. And um, we spend some time just talking about what is it, what does it look like, and the things that are on our heart 
uh, in, in practical sense. And I think this kind of gives not only those people who are a part of our our church and body and family a chance to kind of connect in and hear what's going on, but also just people, uh, if it can be a value to you, then man, we're, we're all about that. So um, that word sort of set us up um, to just sort of begin to, to begin to plan. I think, excuse me, one of the things that and you can jump in anytime here okay. um, in this conversation. I didn't know you were interviewing me. So, I, you know, it's just you, you're doing a great job. You ask me one question and then yes. we I'll just talk for the next hour. And then well, like, I that's think, all the time we have, folks. <laughs> and so I think that to the reason the table it was it our table wasn't just about our family. Um, there was a time True. in our life when we had um, no table. Oh. <laughs> we ate on the floor. <laughs> okay, that is true too. <laughs> Probably. Um, but there was a time when the, the we just had more yeah. opportunity to invite people For sure. to our table. Um, you know, I remember some Sundays when, when you weren't the senior leader, we weren't yeah. leading that we would come home after Sunday church and we'd have, you know, 25 people in our little, you know, yeah. 1400 square foot house. And we'd all, you know, eat lunch together. And that was when we were having Sunday night service. Yeah, And I'd, I'd look around and there would be kids sleeping on on couches and floors to catch a quick nap before right. we went back. And so those were some of our happiest times yeah. in ministry that unfortunately we don't have the ability to do that anymore just because of what our Sundays look like. But that was always one of the sweetest times to me. And right. and it wasn't, it wasn't just family. It was, you know, people that didn't have a family or people that yeah. um, just didn't have a place to go. And so yeah, they, I think we tried to make people family through that process, you know, of yeah. just inviting them into our family, mm-hmm. you know, to, so they would feel like they had a family. And mm-hmm. and family's sort of a a, a, a broken commodity, it seems, today mm-hmm. in culture. Mm-hmm. And so when you say family, for a lot of people, it can have bad, bad connotations and bad experiences and, you know, bad history to it. But it's really somewhat about just redeeming the family, mm-hmm. the values of that, the relationship of that. Right. Um, you know. And I, I think our heart is not ever to only show the good. Yeah. Um, I think that's part of growth and maturing is understanding that all family has bad, bad sure. to it as well. And, but it doesn't have to change the fact that you love each other through it and and can can sometimes even learn to appreciate um, the differences and and the things that used to be really terrible yeah. aren't so terrible once you've once you've spent enough time in relationship with yeah. each other. And and I think also <clears throat> there's a second part of this that um you know, there's a heart to add value to, and we don't claim to be people people who have all the answers, and and we certainly have our perspectives, and we have our thoughts, and obviously values and belief systems and things of that nature as well, that are founded in in Jesus and founded in His Word, and and but at the same point, 
I think there's a desire to add value. Um, as we start talking about ministry stuff, especially in ministry in the family and, and um, you know, raising kids in ministry and mm-hmm. being married in ministry and transitioning in ministry, probably a large part of our conversation at some point will turn to transition because that's a major component of, of even, um, you know, what's happening in the world today. We're probably right. in one of the greatest generational transfers of leadership um, within the church, within the church world. Yeah. And I, I think even outside probably a little bit, but just because people are aging out, you know, mm-hmm. baby boomers are aging out and mm-hmm. next gen people are coming up and, and um, you know, gen X people like us who were just lost in the middle of it all, just ang- angsty, people. angsty Kurt Cobain types that just, hanging you on know, to both ends. <laughs> right. <laughs> we just don't get mentioned anymore because of these dang millennials and, <laughs> Gen Zers that nobody really cares about. So I'm kidding. We care about you. We care deeply. You're the only people that are on social media. So, um, uh, yo, TikTok. And so, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a, yeah, what? you shouldn't do that sign. Is that a bad sign now? Is It used to be peace. Now it's two. And well, now I think it's... backwards like that is. How do you know that? Because I'm well-traveled. Wow. What is that? Is something wrong with that? No. Am I going to get in, in internet jail for that? <laughs> in, us, in Australia, isn't that the same as I don't, I don't, I'm not Australian, so I wouldn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean the same but thing. But you've been there. I, does that count if you've been there? I don't I'm think that's true. I'm not saying it makes you Australian. I'm okay. just saying. Well, I'll just put my hands under the table then. <laughs> we'll call this good. <laughs> but, uh. <clears throat> so I think there's a, a back to the value add of this because uh, <laughs> none <laughs> of that was worth anything. What not to do. Yeah, it was worth nothing. <laughs> I think, you know, I think for us, and maybe this is a good segue to talk about, you know, stewarding um, something you believe that God's put in your heart or something that God has spoken you to you through, mm-hmm. you know, prophetic word, which is we believe in. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I think there's something to actually taking a step of obedience, you know, um, we were talking to a, a young pastor um, recently in the last couple of days and talking about God, you know, challenging him with obedience. And and I think sometimes what people are really concerned about is the outcomes, you know, well, what's it going to look like and what what happens if it fails or what if it goes nowhere? And I just think we're far less interested in all of that and far more interested in just, okay, what is the next step in front of us? And if we feel like, you know, man, Lord, you put this on our heart to do something like this. And and what was interesting was back in those days when she said, you're going to have a podcast. Number one, there was no such thing as video podcast. Everything was audio podcast. Right. Um, that was back in the days, you know, um, of the World Wide Web and uh, <laughs> the information superhighway, as we used to call it. And uh, and uh, you remember, you guys remember it being called that? Yeah. Well, I do have some gray hairs of wisdom. Do you remember being called the information superhighway? No. Cause you're 12, right? <laughs> Seriously. You've only known it as the internet or the web or whatever. Like it was initially Al Gore when he invented it. When he invented it. <laughs> Did you hear that? You're too young really? to even know that Al Gore invented the, the worldwide information superhighway. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we claimed to, that was the whole deal. <clears throat> he claimed, no, that was like 2004. He claimed don't try to don't don't try to act like you're relating with me right now. <laughs> like you actually were around. He, he reads what, when books. were you born? 90, 93. <clears throat> I graduated high school in 91. You graduated when? Uh, when? I don't think they heard you. Did you say 90? 1990. 1990. Yes. I'm older than Wait you. Wait, that makes you older than me. Yeah. yeah so 
Okay. You need to find new material. <laughs> Listen, this is, I will never, <clears throat> I did. He has called me a cougar from the platform on many occasions. Well, yeah. It doesn't even bother me. So anyways, yeah, she's so used to it. I'm so used she's to it. She's so used to my dumb jokes. And so, um, <clears throat> what were you talking about? Something important. Stewarding what's right in front of you. It, we thought we, Right back no in those video. days. Thank you. Right back in yes. those days. You can edit all that out. Um, back in those days, <coughs> there was no such thing, forgive me, of a- Video. You know, a video-based YouTube. I mean, you know, I mean, those things were there, but but what what is today happening? Mm -hmm. Just wasn't. And I remember when she said that, you know, I thought, oh, okay, you know, I I listened to podcasts, like, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, something in leadership and and um, or whatever, you know, ministry or I don't know what that would be, um, but. But it's interesting to watch just how just trying to just be obedient with the simple thing. Okay, okay, Lord, this is what we're doing. And so I think the lesson for those, maybe the value add for those that are sort of have hung with us this long <laughs> in this conversation uh, is, is simply this, is that, you know, whatever God puts on your heart, I think most of the time we're worried about the end game outcomes and having all the details to get there. And the reality is, is God is just asking for a simple step of obedience. Mm -hmm. And that obedience is something within your reach, something you can do typically. Right. Um, and then leave the outcomes to him. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the scripture that talks about, you know, the Lord smiles when the work begins. Um, and I believe that's because, you know, it, it's actually connected with the thought of, despise not the days of small beginnings, uh -huh. you know, and we'll say that a lot of times when somebody's starting something out and it's ridiculously, you know, um, small or ineffective or, you know, just the beginning stages, uh -huh. you know, we, we say, Oh, you know, as an encouragement, like, you know, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Uh -huh. And it's kind of like this excuse to not be upset because it didn't go as good as you thought it would, or as big as you thought it would. Uh -huh. Um, and, and I just think the next part of that verse is so important because it says the Lord smiles when the work begins. And what I've always thought is, is that the thing is, is I believe that God sees the end from the beginning. And so he smiles because of your obedience and knows where your obedience is going to lead to. Right. So he is smiling because there's my, there's my son, my daughter being obedient to what I said, what I've asked of them. Mm -hmm. And I know where this is going to go, even though they don't know. And, and, and really it's not about where it goes and, influencer size or capacity or or it's about where it goes even in what it does right in a skill set or a, a gifting or a health or development in us right and so right. um i think that's so we're just being obedient to that just yeah. stepping out and and coming to the table yes you know and to have those kind of conversations and things like that and so um yeah anything to throw out there to add to that piece to um no, I think, I think, I think I'm a little, um, I, I don't think I had any idea what a podcast would look like or should look like. Well, so let's back up and talk about that piece a little bit, because initially when we first started this, mm -hmm. um, um, we had originally thought, well, okay, I'm going to have a podcast and, and so on and so forth. And in the midst of that conversation, then we started having kind of some sense. And especially for me, 
um, you know, I was saying, man, Dane, I really think you should have a podcast um, because I think there are a ton of women uh, and men, um, you know, who would, who, to be honest, and this is the way I've said it to you, so you know this, but I'm saying this for your benefit. You know, I've said, you know, there are a thousand or there's a, there's 10,000 guys like me out there spouting stuff on podcasts. And I don't mean that to be cynical or, you know, but it is, it's true. Like there's, there's no shortage of pastors on audio video, you know, spouting podcasts and talking about things that are on their heart. And that's great. That's uh-huh. I'm, I'm for it. Uh-huh. Um, but there are not many women, really, uh, in comparison, uh-huh. who are, you know, strong leaders, you know, spiritual leaders, um, you know, healthy leaders, moms, you know, wives, um, GGs, you know, yes. um, that's that's grandmas. Let me translate that for some of you. It's grandmas. Um, and so I just think, man, there's so, there's so few of those out there uh-huh. that it's, you know, um, I think. So we thought. Initially, I was like, man, I think, Dane, it would be great for you to have a voice out there sharing this. Um, And so we just, again, this is all part of that process of obedience. Mm -hmm. We just started working towards that Mm -hmm. end. Um, And and what really kind of pushed us away from that was neither one of us were having any fun. Yeah, we weren't. (laughs) By ourselves. We weren't. (laughs) And, And that was a big piece in that yeah, because we both recorded things and we've done yeah. things. Yeah. And, and I just thought it was weird. Like just staring into a camera, you know, like, Hey, so you want to talk, <laughs> you know, what are you doing there? You know, <laughs> I thought it was just, I just felt weird. You know, I'm like, I, you know, didn't feel, didn't feel right. Right. And so even as you say, though, there's thousands of men with podcasts and there's fewer women with podcasts. I think there's a lot fewer of, men and women doing ministry podcasts together. Right. That, you know. And there's only one at the table. Yeah, so right. there you have it. <laughs> did we did we trademark that? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, so I think that's that's really what we're endeavoring right. to do is not because we're we have it all wired, but um, we have been doing ministry together yeah. for a really long time. Yeah. And um, since the early 90s. Yes, the early 90s. And I think um, we've we've figured a few things out um, how to how to be a little bit healthier and yeah. go home happier. Yeah, because and- we are I mean, we are. Um, and again, I'll say this on Enneagram and, and I know some people don't like that. And, and I would say this about any of those tests, personality tests, um, you know, there, it, it, it may not have any scientific base to it whatsoever, but it might be helpful. And that's the way we sort of approach it, just Mm -hmm. helping understand how people process. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, Dana as a three, myself as an eight, those are some pretty high charged personality types to be married together. um, You know, a lot of times you have the opposites attract kind of concept. And while we're not identical or the same by any stretch of the imagination, um, we both have very, you know, you're a, you're a high achiever and, and I'm, you know, just a, a, a bossy, take the mountain kind of guy. So I think like <clears throat> those two together through the years and yeah. you coming into this, I mean, learning how to give space 
for those gifts and for that uh-huh. personality. I think that's part of that conversation too that uh-huh. um, will, will come about as we talk about how to do that. Because yeah. and it's okay. I mean, you know, whoever whoever God and you end up with and God leads you to and you get married to and you might be complete opposites. There's there's a hundred ways to do this. Uh-huh. And I think, you know, you, we don't have to compare ourselves to anybody else and say, well, I've got to be like them. Right. But I think what we want to share is our real life experience um, mm-hmm. and invite people at, to a table to be a part of that family conversation. Right. To go, this is what has sort of, you know, this is what's worked and what hasn't worked. I mean, there'd be yeah. times we'll talk about things that 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 didn't work for us and right. we had to learn right. through 30 some years of marriage and ministry. Um, and with a lot more still to go. I mean, we're yeah. not, we're not like signing off, you know, like we're, you know, you know we're, we're done. Um, but I think it's really just honest, honestly, probably in some of the prime of our ministry years right now, okay. uh, from my perspective. So yeah. I think that's, that's some of the value yeah. as well. Yeah. Our hope is just to be helpful to people, yeah. not, not give a formula for how it has to be done, yeah. but just, you know, we're okay saying, gosh, we blew this. Yeah. Wish we would have done this different. And yeah. if you've got a heart to learn from others' mistakes instead of making your own, yeah, for like sure. we'll gladly lay yep. that out and and, you know, and here's some stuff that that really like, man, this was yeah. great. And when we got it right for us anyway. Right, for sure. So I think, you know, there's there's a couple of pieces that I think um <clears throat> we can kind of maybe wrap this conversation up with in, in my mind, as I think about it. Um, number one, I think if there are, if there are pressing topics, um, family ministry, marriage, um, that you would like for us to talk about, um, then I would say, jump on the comments, you know, send the messages, um, let us know what those things are. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we're not driven by, you know, it's it's not a, you know, a, a polling station, uh, we always just want to add value in places where there's real needs. Right. And, um, and, and the beauty of this interaction is, is that you can jump on and go, hey, I'd like to you know, here's some views on women in ministry or here's some views. Where do you, where do you get that from? Mm-hmm. Because it is all very um, theological for us. Mm-hmm. It's all very, um, you know, it's not just a random idea we have in how we do ministry. We, mm-hmm. you know, we say it all the time. Everything's theology. We go back to like, why do we do what we do and how do we do? And where's that foundation and where does God mm-hmm. lead us to it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if there are those pieces, you know, and, and again, there's going to be people who disagree with that. And there are, mm-hmm. um, there are <clears throat> academic, scholarly, intelligent, gifted people on both sides of these conversations. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue to depart over. Um, right. it's not about your salvation. Right. It's a secondary issue. It's, you know, there are different approaches, I think, um, mm-hmm. interpretations of scripture, I think, right. Right. um, that all fall within, you know, there's this point where you just got to sort of walk this thing out as Lord's leading you. Um, the other piece is, is, you know, obviously to help us reach, um, people is just simple, um, jumping on board with us, being a part of this process and just subscribing and liking and sharing. Mm Um, I don't, I, I know you hear that probably in every podcast and that sort of thing, but I think it's really what helps us to, to reach people. Um, it's what helps us to, to get that word out. Um, and, um, and to connect with people and serve them as well. And so we would, uh, 
we'd appreciate that if it's if you find it helpful if you think it'd be worth the time and energy for someone to listen to um we'd like for you to do that and then we'll we'll just follow this thing and go where you know where our hearts where we feel like the lord and our hearts are leading us and where people are having real need you know uh-huh. that we can speak into so uh-huh. i had fun today did you have fun uh-huh. yeah well it's much funner together <laughs> and that was the thing we figured out like we both sat down and said, you know, man, doing it myself is just no fun. And part of that word we received was it was supposed to be fun. And yeah. so we we're like, man, we, we'd we have a lot more fun together. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we will apart. So, yeah, I like that. So, um, <clears throat> so join the fun. That's what we're saying. That's the bottom line in all of this. Join the fun. So, <laughs> hey, we love you. Appreciate you hanging out with us for a few minutes and uh, look forward to talking some more. Um, hit those buttons and send us some comments. Let us know what's up, what you'd like to see, what you'd like to hear, and uh, we'll we'll do our best uh, to bring something of value. So that's it from the, from the table. From the table. From the table. Well, Till next time. Mm-hmm.